welcome to the Grafted Family Podcast, where we, Tom and Dawn, have conversations around marriage, family, wholeness, and everything in between. Grab your cup of coffee and come and join us. Welcome everyone. It's so great to have you with us again. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about connecting with your kids. Yes, we are. Great to have you joining with us. Hope you've got your cup of coffee. I have got tea, which I mistakenly put coffee in. So now we have toffee. A mess. A mess. Like life. Yeah. At the moment. Things are messy. It's metaphorical. Life is messy. (laughs) How are you, love? Yeah, I'm good. I, um, I found this week very interesting, especially leading up to the topic that we're speaking on today and knowing that, that it was coming. Uh, find it, I find it funny how life will give you the exact situations that you are wanting to talk about in the worst way possible. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like those people who say, don't, don't pray for patience. Yes, because yes we've been saying that a lot lately. Yeah, I don't pray for patience anymore. I have enough patience. Please, stop. <laughs> enough with the life lessons. <laughs> so last week we spoke about connection and marriage. Yes. And this week we're going to turn our connection to our parenting. So last week you said that connection was about pursuing someone's heart. So last week was pursuing your spouse's heart. So when we are talking about connection with your kids, are we still talking about pursuing their hearts? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Again, like we said with marriage, it's it's about seeing behind their behaviors and to the person behind the behaviors and always going after that person, always encouraging that person, building building your kids up. no matter what, no matter what behaviors you face with them. And it's hard. It is hard. It can be very hard. It is hard. So what does connected parenting mean to you, love? So for me, when I think of connected parenting, I think of always putting the relationship first. and mm, Very good. Which typically means putting myself a distant second. So in the moment, in the challenge... In whatever's happening, if I am to keep connection, I need to always make sure that my goal is to make sure that this relationship ends up being stronger than when this moment started. Mm, yeah. And we definitely didn't always parent this way. No. And this was something that we came across actually probably by, by maybe not by accident, but I guess it a few books came across our path. Yeah. Um, but what would you say was the turning point in our parenting? What was it like before and what would you say is different now? Well, I think the, the thing with parenting is you enter into that parenting relationship with certain tools in your tool belt. Mm. And typically those tools are the ones that your parents used to parent you, yeah, and often you swear you'll never use them, but they're the only ones in your tool belt, so when an issue happens, out they come. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we started parenting, that, that's how we started, and you know, discipline was discipline, and uh, yes was yes, and essentially control yeah. was, was the, the name of the game. Um, yeah. Control in a nice ribbon. 
make makes it look pretty. Yes. And um, and kids being compliant and perhaps being less harsh than earlier generations, so it, it it looked nicer. But I think at the end of the day, it is control. Mm. When I say yes, you say okay. When I say here, you you, you come. Yeah. Um, and I think the turning point with us was when we when we brought home our first child that had a history that we had no part in making mm. and we had no we had no say in the challenges that that this particular child had experienced before we arrived so now we're dealing with a child who couldn't be parented in normal ways yeah. and we needed to understand him and what he'd been through beforehand mm. um, yeah yeah. So I think that is when it changed, when we started to realize that these tools are not working. Yes. And these tools weren't working because the relationship wasn't getting stronger. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. we had to find new ways to do, the, to do this relationship, to, to strengthen the connection. And that, I suppose, led us on the journey to find new tools out there. And mm. Yeah. yeah. I can, I mean, I can definitely say for me, uh, and I'm going to punt a whole lot of books, not just now, but we do love books, so books will be punted. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember when I first came across Danny Silk, uh, so Danny Silk has written a book called Loving Our Kids on Purpose, um, and it is just an amazing paradigm shift, yeah. a, book, a book that shifts your paradigm, shifts your thinking about parenting. And at that stage, I don't, I don't think we'd even brought our second son home. No. Um, we were still navigating the three-year-old, the, the three-year-old things with our first son. And I remember reading that book and just, the, just that small little tweak in, this is not about you having control over him. It's about you teaching him self-control. Yeah. And that just changed everything for me because I felt so much pressure to control this kid that was in yeah. front of me, to control every move, to control bath time, to control, you know, you can see people's eyes, get your kid under control. What is wrong with <laughs> you, parent? I know better than you. And you <laughs> I have no children, but I know better than you. And you feel this immense pressure to be in control of this child. Mm. And I remember that moment, that just my eyes being opened just through reading this book and this huge sigh of relief and this weight off my shoulders that I did not have to control him yeah. and that was not my job. Yeah. My job from now on, even with a three-year-old, was to start to teach him self-control. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think it goes, it goes beyond parenting. We, we, we just live in this world where you know, we, we are powerless yeah. And someone has to control me, and mm. and you're right. Uh, Danny Silk's way of, of of doing things really really opened my eyes to to see parenting in a way that my my job isn't to to play you like a puppet. Yeah, my job is to raise you into an adult who's able to make decisions and able to control himself, so that when external supports are removed, mm. you've got internal ones that allow you to. Yeah. Carry on and, and, and be a great value add wherever you are. Yeah, and here's the hardest part about that realization is that self control had to start with me. 
Oh my goodness, was that a scary journey. Because we are controlled. <laughs> because we put everything together. Yes, and I started realizing how severely lacking I was in self-control. And one of our favorite sayings is, you can't give what you don't have. And so that took us on a whole journey of yeah. learning how we could have self-control in the face of all these various kid challenges. Yeah. And I, I loved, I think it was in that book or one of his books, and it talks about allowing this little person to essentially control your responses with his behavior, you know, yeah. and, and how unfair it is to have this little person be given so much control of you, an adult, mm, just by emotions. using his behavior. So it's, it's like this, this little person gets to decide if, if you get angry or mm. if you, you know, start raging off or, or doing whatever, yeah. and yet you get upset with this little child, but you've given him so much control, and he doesn't have that ability to control that properly, and he can't control himself or herself. Yeah, yeah, no, that was good. I think a difficult thing as well, and especially when you're growing up in a Christian community, growing up with Christian principles, wisdom, you know, whatever whatever you want to call it, um, it's it's hard to change that mindset. And another thing that Danny Silk spoke about in the book was how the we we live with very much an Old Testament mindset or punishment mindset mm. where the Israelites were externally controlled. It yeah. was, you know, there was no new covenant yet. Jesus hadn't come in. It was a lot of external control, and we still hold on to that. We hold on to mm. that mindset, this punishment mindset. But actually, Jesus came and he he broke all of that. Yeah. And he actually changed it, it changed from a punishment mindset to a connected mindset. Yeah. Um, and I think my personal opinion here, but you disclaimer. know, we harp disclaimer, we harp <laughs> a lot on the Old Testament scriptures, and yet we don't look at what Jesus was calling us to in the new covenant, which was no longer do I say an eye for an eye. Um which is huge. I mean, we, we often look at that like as as other people, but we don't yeah. see that in our own home. We we often are looking for the punishment that's going to fit the crime. Yeah. And I just don't think that that's the way Jesus looks at things at all. And then um, one of my absolute favorite stories, the best connection story, is when the religious leaders bring that woman that was caught in adultery and they throw her at Jesus' feet. And their mindset is punishment they are all in a punishment mindset they've thrown her at jesus's feet and they're expecting punishment yeah and jesus's mindset is not a punishment mindset he has a connected mindset and what does he do he bends down and he connects with her yeah well he first says to them he's going to throw the first stone <laughs> yeah. Which you know one of you guys he totally thing flips yeah. the paradigm yeah and then he connects with her he connects with her first and then he says Go and sin no more. Yeah. There was no punishment there at all. Connect and redirect. It was a perfect connect and redirect, which is one of those awesome connection tools that I'm sure yeah. we'll speak about at some point. No, I think that's so important because I think often we, we sit there going, we need to point out the wrongs, otherwise he or she won't know that they're doing wrong. Yeah. And if I don't point it out to my child... Then I'm gonna I'm gonna parent with fear in mind, and I'm parenting with the, the future in mind. And if yeah, I don't point it out now, 
I'm going to ruin them forever. So let me, let me just show them exactly how bad they are now. Mm. And in the process, you push them away as opposed to connecting with them, seeking their heart and being able to speak to their heart in that moment. And I think one of the fascinating things is that the word punishment initially, I think in this, this course I'm doing now, is its root word is the same as pain. Mm. And if, if we distill it down, punishment is really, I'm going to cause enough pain so that you don't do the thing that has caused me to punish you. Yeah. And that is counter to, to connection. And, yeah. and I think often even times with God, people say, you know, parent how God parents you. And sometimes he comes with a firm hand. And I've never been smacked by God. I've never been smacked by God. I've never woken up with a God-sized hand across any part of my body. <laughs> Yes, certain things happen and challenges and consequences and, you know, make a mess, clean it up and that sort of thing. Yes. But I've never been parented by him that way no. or anybody, quite frankly. And, um, and I do think he, he pursues our hearts. He pursues yeah. connection. Absolutely. And out of the connection, we understand his heart and what he wants. And out of our connection with our kids, they get our hearts yeah. and understand what we want. And will they get it right all the time? No, they're learning. Because yeah. do we get it right all the time? No, you know, so if we're not perfect, how do we expect sort of version 0.5 to to get it right? Okay, so now let me ask you a question. So my child is doing something that is challenging and annoying or whatever the case may be. And in that moment, I choose connection with that child over punishment because that is what I'm seeing as the most valuable thing. What do you say to people who see that as permissive parenting, letting them get away with their bad behavior, uh, that sort of thing? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, what, do, what do they say? Re, um, giving them attention in this moment is just reinforcing the bad behavior. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, um, connection doesn't mean that you never correct your child. Yeah. Connection doesn't mean that you let them get away Yes. With anything. Yeah. Um, if we love our kids, we will redirect them. We will discipline them. We will. Mm. They will be disciples of us. Yeah. And we will guide them in the way they they should go. Yeah. And that that I think is the key thing. It's guiding and coaching. It's changing your mindset to I am going to be the one that tells you what to do to I am coming alongside you and I'm going to coach you through this yeah. moment. So yeah. often it'll happen in the heat of an emotion. Um, you know, let's go to the, the major tantrums um, that are happening. And what, what we want to do in the middle of a tantrum is we want to walk away. We want to ignore the tantrum. Um, and sometimes there absolutely is a place for that. But I found when, when you're seeking connection, and it could just be my kids, but... Often, more often than not, I find in that moment, if I get down to their level mm. and I open up my arms, they will run to me because yeah. emotionally they're needing me to connect with them right then and there. They're yeah. needing me to say, you're okay. I can see this is hard for you. Now, I'm not letting them get away with whatever has caused this yeah. emotion, but I am saying to them, it's okay to feel what you're feeling right now. Yeah. Just like we get to say to ourselves as adults, it's okay to feel what you're feeling yeah. right now. Absolutely. We're not perfect and we have awful moments and good moments and we have grace for ourselves in all of those moments. And so that's what we're extending to our kids 
in those moments that could look like permissive moments, but what you're doing is you're folding them in your arms and you're saying, I'm, I'm with you, I hear you, I can see this is hard. And I'm sure we'll get into more brain stuff later, but actually in that moment, they cannot understand logic. They cannot understand yeah, your, your you coming with reason. Um, so your best port of call right then is connection. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so good because, you know, behind every behavior or every, say, poor behavior in, in us or our kids is, is a need that, that needs to be met. And one of the things that I, f I find fascinating is, is that these needs need to be met. And we, we often respond to behavior with this forceful approach. We want to clamp it down. We want to sort of, mm. you know, kill the fire in the moment. But what that's also doing is preventing that connection which allows us to understand what the need is that initially started the behavior. So you clamp it down, you haven't fixed the need, mm. so then all you're doing is is extending the time for when that behavior is going to resurface mm. because that need still remains. So if you're pursuing that connection, like, like you're saying, and you're getting down to their level, Incidentally, when you when you are below a child's eye level, it is a less threatening pose. So, as a practical tip, if you're engaging with your kids, sit on the floor when you're talking to them because that's just that being below the eye level is a less threatening pose. It allows them to engage with you, and and the the key is to to find out what is that what is the need right now. What is the need behind this behavior? What is causing this behavior? You are addressing the behavior. You're not letting it slide. And you're not accepting that it's okay and being permissive. But you want to scratch behind the behavior because the behavior is not what's causing the behavior. It's the need that's mm. causing the behavior. Yeah. So, so is it easy, this pursuing connection with your child specifically? No, not at all. <laughs> and that's been a great show. <laughs> I, um, I think, and I, 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 can, I can only speak for myself, but I've had to undo this. I've had to undo undo or be aware of this punishment mindset that I have because it's not it's not satisfying often and it sounds terrible but what we want is we we want to we want to see that our kids are we want paying a pound of we want flesh. yeah we want we want them to pay for their behavior we yeah, want them otherwise to, they don't know that it was wrong yes exactly and I mean I've even found myself being very dissatisfied with certain interactions when my child is not sobbing their heart out, you know, because I've inflicted some sort of punishment on them and I can see that they know what, you know. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. No, but that's what I'm saying. And a lot of us have come here with, the, with that paradigm, that mindset of punishment. And, and that is what makes this so hard. Not for everybody, but I think especially when you are viewing your kids through the lens of punishment, it's very hard to change. It's very hard to to change to a connected mindset because it's not the template you've grown up with. Yeah. And you're essentially training your brain in new ways and that is never easy. No. No. Yeah. And I think I think also for me what makes it so hard is we often want to look at or, or treat or deal with behaviors that we're seeing, but often how we respond to those behaviors has less to do with the behavior and more to do with what it's triggering in me Absolutely. and unresolved things in me yeah. and how I don't feel 
that, that I should be treated this way or I deserve better. Mm. And so I think that's possibly the hardest thing is, is pressing pause and looking at yourself and saying, what about this is causing such a, so much turmoil yeah. inside of me? And that means I need to put the microscope on me and, yeah. and look inside and start dealing with some of those, those challenges and issues mm. and perhaps some traumas in your own life that are now being triggered by this behavior. Yeah. And I don't really want to do that because that no. means I need to start digging inside and I shouldn't have to dig inside because it's your behavior. But yeah. the thing is that behavior is bringing stuff out. Yeah. And if I don't deal with it, again, I'm just going to deal with your behavior and not deal with my behavior. And actually, yeah. I've got needs behind my behavior as well. And, and so do you. And I think that's often difficult. And, and sitting yeah. in that moment where you everything rises up inside of you and you want to you know, release righteous fury on this person, mm-hmm. when in actual fact, you need to just pull yourself towards yourself and say, right now, I need to sit down. I need to listen. I need to love. Yeah. And everything inside of me that's saying I deserve better, I need to just calm down mm. and say this is nothing to do with this child and nothing to do with their behavior, but everything to do with me and my hurts and my insecurities and things that have yeah. rubbed me. And I cannot take that and put it on this child. Mm. I need to deal with that. And not in this moment, but I do need to deal with it so that next time it's easier. Yeah. And I yeah, think absolutely. I think that is that is hard, and I think especially for 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 men, dads, because you yeah. walk into the situation and I'm the dad and respect me and 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 this child blows up and you sit there thinking how dare you? Do you not know the mantle of awesome <laughs> madness that I carry with me? And did you not see the sign that says thou shalt respect? You know, <laughs> you know it's written on my cape. Um, <laughs> And in those moments, it really is. It's it's laying down. It's it's laying down. Yeah. All that and stuff inside that says, yeah. you 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 should speak to me better. And that's not to yeah. say that we yeah. shouldn't respect and honor everyone. And you know, the Bible's it's the first. It's the first command with a promise. Mm. But in that moment, it's got nothing to do with the kid. And I think dads especially struggle with that laying down that 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 apparent righteous, righteous anger. anger. To, mm. to say, hold on a second, let's, let's deal with this later. But right now there's a child here who has a need and I need to meet that need. Yeah, I think that's huge. I think so much of connected parenting is laying down your own emotions, your own, not ignoring them, yeah. but laying them aside in that moment and just digging deep. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it, yes. Let's, well, yes. let's come back to that, but come back to it. Yeah, Absolutely. So we're going to land this conversation now. What are what are some of the take homes for for today when we are looking at connecting with our kids? I think definitely to be aware of the punishment mindset, yeah. be aware of looking at your parenting and your kids through a lens of punishment. Yeah. Um, definitely your own issues that yes. you're bringing into the moment. Yes, absolutely. And also just pursuing your kid's heart. Yeah. Pursuing the heart in the relationship. Um, above all else, that is, that is the first prize. That's your goal. Um, your goal is this relationship with this, the person this, in your this life. Person. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so last week we ended with a challenge, which we found some people really enjoyed. So, 
So let's issue a challenge for parents this week. Not not for husbands and wives, but for moms and dads. Mm. What what could that be? So I think a good challenge this week is a little a little tool that we use and that we got from the whole brain child. Mm. Um, Dr. Dan Siegel and Tina Payne Bryson. Bryson. (laughs) Google them. They are amazing. Um, And that is connect, then redirect. So connect first, then redirect. So like I was talking about earlier, if you you have any moments this week when when you are going into meltdown and your initial reaction usually... Is to redirect. Is to either lo- yeah either either bring the logic, or explode yourself. Which <laughs> trust me, which you know I mean Clamp we down, death come fast. yeah and we've yeah. all been there and we still go there sometimes. Yeah. You know, we're still learning on yeah, this journey absolutely. as well. But try your best in those moments to connect first. Connect with the emotions. Let them know you understand. I'm so sorry. This is yeah. so hard. Um, and then once that high escalation moment has come down and you can see that they're ready to engage then try a redirect then try how could we have done this differently um you know i'll give an example with our feisty daughter um she is she's very in tune with her emotions which also does help a lot and she is at that age where we are having meltdowns a lot um and I will, when I get it right, which is not always, I will come down to her level, I'll open my arms, and she will come and sit in my lap, usually sobbing hysterically or however it goes, and I'll stroke her back and I'll say over and over again, I'm so sorry, this is so hard, and and even in her little sobs, she says, yes, it is so hard, mom, this is just so hard, whatever she's going through, (laughs) to her, this is hard, to us, we think, you know, we think, ah, you're being ridiculous, to them, this is hard is stuff hard. that they're going through. So never fob off those emotions. Yeah. Um, and I guarantee you, once she's calmed down, I can, re- I can revisit what's just happened. And I can say to her, how do you think we should have done this differently? And she is amazing with her answers. I mean, she'll just come back and she knows she knows what she could have done differently. Yeah. Um, our kids are incredible. They're geniuses. They are. They're very smart. And they're on a journey. So I encourage you with that this week. Give it a try. Give that a try with your kids. Absolutely. Next week, we are going to be looking at connection during lockdown. And and maybe talking a little bit about practically, how does that that look when you are all under the same roof and cannot move beyond your driveway except to go and buy groceries and one of the important parts of this is also your self-care yeah because if we are not looking after ourselves we cannot expect to regulate a dysregulated child if we ourselves are dysregulated so we're going to chat about that next week and we're looking forward to it we are so look have fun with your challenge leave some comments get back to us let us know what you think and we'll chat to you then cheers for now bye